Hello and welcome to EDUCAST, steam powered by the School District of Altoona. EDUCAST is by educators for everyone and will focus on important educational topics. My name is Heidi Eliopoulos. I'm the superintendent for the School District of Altoona in Altoona, Wisconsin, and I'm the host of EDUCAST. I'm joined by two very important guests. Jeff Yeager is the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club of the Chippewa Valley. Diana Fergola is on the board of directors for the club. Welcome to you both and thank you for being here. As a little bit of background, we were so fortunate in Altoona during the summer of 2022 to be able to add a club, a boys and girls club to Altoona. Currently our club is a school-based club. It's housed at our intermediate school and it's part of the Boys and Girls Club of the Chippewa Valley. So when we hear that term used, the Boys and Girls Club of the Chippewa Valley, what all is included in this organization? Thank you for that question, Heidi. I appreciate being able to answer that. Uh, we go, in terms of a region, we cover several great communities in Western Wisconsin. Black River Falls was one of our original uh, charter locations that we have in our club. Uh, Eau Claire was the next location that we added to our lineup. Chippewa Falls is also included in our organization. Altoona, as you just mentioned, is one of our newest clubs, as well as Menominee. So we get to serve those great communities. Uh, so when you hear the greater Chippewa Valley, that refers to all those organizations. And they're served by a group of administrators that help make sure that each club is run locally uh, and continues to thrive in those great communities. Excellent. So by my count, there's five clubs actually included in the greater Chippewa Valley. That's that's incredible and incredible to know that it started with one and has continued to grow over time. So um, various listeners might have, have different ideas or backgrounds or understanding about the Boys and Girls Club based on their own experiences. So can you tell us about the view from the inside of the organization? What's What's the fundamental purpose of a Boys and Girls Club? Yeah, that is another great question. I love being able to share with people because it's kind of a secret sometimes unless you're inside of it or your kids have been a part of it. So I really appreciate the chance to answer that one as well. And the club in its sense is uh, really focuses on out of school time. So when the kids don't have an opportunity to be in school, we want to be that go-to place. And to be that go-to place, we want to be providing a safe environment that has an opportunity to develop mentorship leadership, but also focus on academic performance. We do a lot of uh, partnerships with school districts to help close the academic gap. We also make sure that we're having fun while we're doing that. And the way we achieve those things is by using high impact learning that we sometimes get curriculum from the National Association of the Boys and Girls Club of America, which is a great resource. We also have local partnerships, like I mentioned, the school districts, but also businesses and industry experts are some of the first go-to people that we utilize when we look at programming, opportunities, and just general ways of getting our club members in front of the opportunities in our own communities. And so that's a really great way to give them a chance to see what's outside the four walls of the club, but still, again, doing it in a safe manner that provides that mentorship. Another big piece to our element, too, is healthy habits. We know that food is a huge piece uh, to growing and thriving and learning. That's uh, a basic human need, and that's a big thing that the club provides for many people in our communities. And we're very proud of the efforts that we do in that area because there's a huge need ever increasing as food costs continue to go up for our working families. Excellent. So I know here in Altoona, when fall comes around, we gear up to host an after-school club program. What does a typical afternoon look like for a club kid who's participating? 
Yeah, we like to welcome the kids in and give them a snack right away when they come into the building. We know that it's been a long day. To check into the building, we're teaching responsibility and positive habits by having them bring their membership card along with them and entering their own number to get them in the habit of being a responsible person. Because as an adult, we have those responsibilities uh, and we can all use a little more practice. So once they've checked in and we got their snacks and their bellies are full, we just let them know what programming options we have those evenings. Um, we always at every club do power hour, and that's in reference to spending 60 minutes focusing on homework. And if they don't have any homework from their school, we have, again, the curriculum from the National Association or local puzzles and such that we can help them with to help make sure that their brain is staying active for 60 minutes. Uh, in addition to that, we also have healthy habits of physical activity where we're going to take at least 30 minutes of the time they're with us to make sure that they're spending moving, interacting with others and doing some motor skills as well. If the club members are staying with us close to that dinner time, we do ensure that they go home with a full warm meal too, which is a nice piece for many of our members. The great thing about a family is that when you come to pick up your kid, then they've got their homework done and they have a meal in their belly. So you can really spend more of that short night together doing things as a family and bonding, which is a really big piece for families. I know that they've shared with me that they enjoy, and I'm really proud of the efforts that our team and our staff and our volunteers can provide that for our communities and our families. Excellent. So it sounds like we're hitting on some really important needs of young people, feeding their brains, feeding their bodies, mm -hmm. getting them moving. That's fantastic. So when summer comes, I know like our club is located in the school and even though the school is in essence out for the summer or closed down for the summer, um, that's not what happens for clubs. So there's still club offerings. What does that look like in the summer then um, as compared to during the school year? Yeah, summer's a great time in the club. I'm a little biased because of all the fun field trips and the pool trips and all the exploring they do in our community. But on the academic side, we're very fortunate to have teachers that work in school districts all throughout the Chippewa Valley come and work in the morning hours with us to really close in on that academic gap. One program I'll take a minute to highlight is our, our NBA Math Hoops. So it has a fun sport feel to it, but we're also doing math at the same time, uh, which is a really great way to kind of get everyone engaged in the process. And our staff enjoy it because it's engaging with the kids and the kids like it because it's challenging and fun. And so that's a real win of just one of the examples of the curriculum that we do. And during the summer, our hours are quite a bit longer. We are open at seven in the morning until 6 p.m., which allows us a great chance to do a lot of those activities and field trips that I mentioned. We're also serving three meals on those days to ensure again, that their bodies get the nutrition they need when they're with us and continue to look for ways to developing their leadership. Um, but we do get to do a lot more community partner outreach. One of my favorite things about this last summer I'll highlight with you was our Chippewa Falls Club had got an opportunity to volunteer at the food pantry. Our teen group did that. So now there's these teens that were every week going and spending time. And over their time there, they were realizing that families weren't getting produce. So when they started setting their ideas up for next summer, they asked if we could start a garden indoors and outdoors to help potentially donate those foods, fresh foods, back to the food pantry that they just got done serving. And that's a pretty great example of like getting their sleeves rolled up, showing them what's going on in the community. And then they came up with a solution on their own. That's real life living. And I think that's really great. The fact that we're offering that opportunity and a really big shout out to our staff and our community to allow partnerships like that to come to life, to give those hands-on experiences. Absolutely. Fast. That's fa fantastic. So as a nonprofit organization, um, the Boys and Girls, the, the club itself of the Chippewa Valley and Boys and Girls 
club in general um, has the governance oversight by board of directors. And Diana, you are a member of the board of directors for the Boys and Girls Club of the Chippewa Valley. So can you tell us a little bit about um, your experiences as a board member and how you became involved? And then also, I'm wondering too, um, having met you and worked with you, you're very outgoing, um, great leadership, business background. I imagine you get a lot of demands for your time and talents. And what is it about the Boys and Girls Club that made you want to commit to this particular organization? Thank you for asking that, Heidi. Um, so a little background for, for myself. Um, I thought there'd be nothing better than getting married and having babies. And unfortunately, that was not God's plan for me. I was not able to have children. So the Boys and Girls Club is a really amazing way for me to still have that contact and be able to give back to the community, especially the littles in our community in a really special way. So I think, first of all, that's why it's really near and dear to my heart. And um, it's a great question because in all honesty, it's one of those scenarios when I first started and opened my business here in Menominee, I reached out and said, I want to be more involved in Boys and Girls Club. How can that happen? And I'll be honest, if you're a person who wants to get involved in any way, um, shape or form, whether it's just a couple hours a month or a little bit more involved, we'd love to have you by all means. And I started out on what was called an advisory council. So each one of our clubs within each organization, as we mentioned, Altoona, Black River Falls, Menominee, Eau Claire, and Chippewa has an advisory council. And it was a really fun way for me to kind of just get my feet wet and to learn a little bit more about Boys and Girls Club. Perhaps at times, even as Jeff mentioned, to be involved in some of those after-school programs, speaking to the kids maybe about um, healthy habits as well. Um, I am not Susie Hoops, but we have one lady who had come in and was doing hula hoop exercises with the kids, those types of things. Myself, I'm usually a little bit more involved with the reading or helping with some after-school um, snacks or even after-school as far as their homework is concerned. And that's when I enjoy going and volunteering. But one thing led to another and, oh my goodness, I think it's been probably almost four years ago now, I was asked to join the board, which has been a really, really exciting endeavor. And um, thank you for the, the compliment. I do get asked frequently because of time and talents to be involved in but once again, my near and dearness is definitely Boys and Girls Club. And I think it, it resonates throughout the community. A lot of people know that. And they're like, how else can we get a little bit more involved too? That's excellent. And Jeff, you just joined the staff um, and joined up with leading the Boys and Girls Club here not all that long ago. So similarly, what drew you to this organization as well? Yeah, I was... Uh advisory council member for seven years prior to taking the role of being on paid staff here at the club. And what I found in my employment past was that I really enjoyed the opportunity to collaborate with people that are doing nonprofit works. And this club specifically spoke to me because as a, a former school board member, I could see firsthand how there were some needs in our communities not being met. And through employment, I had an opportunity to be in Eau Claire and there was a, an event where they were highlighting, it was a called Steak and Burger Night, and they're highlighting youth success. And I can remember hearing a story that just really stuck with me. And from that point on, I knew I wanted to be a part of the club, uh, supporting from a distance. So when the opportunity for Menominee came as an opportunity to support the club, I was all in. And then as the opportunity to lead the organization came in, again, I was all in in the sense that I had more insight, but more excitement to also see how I could use my skills and assets to help forward the mission of the club and really bringing it to the forefront of people in our community and in our region. When you look at the scope of who we serve, in the sense that so many people may have seen the logo of the hands and lifting each other up, but I don't know if they always knew what that meant. And so I take that on as a personal challenge to make sure that that is something very common for people. And we, I want them to be a, the club to be a go-to resource when they think of an opportunity, 
maybe as a donation, maybe as a partner, but just as someone to keep in mind in the sense that we rely so heavily on the support from the public. We charge very minimal fees to all of our members to ensure that everyone, especially those that need us the most, have access to us. And so that's a really big shift from my past life of employment, but it's a really exciting challenge to help make sure that we're matching up community resources and opportunities to help make sure the club continues to grow and thrive, not only in the communities that we're serving today, but the ones that are to come and the members that don't know about us. So I'm really excited for the challenge and opportunity to be representing the club in the communities. We're very blessed for an incredible staff, amazing volunteers, and a mission that you can't argue with. When you're helping kids in the community, there's nothing else that you can find a better way to, to invest your time and talent and money. Right on. So you mentioned the Steak and Burger event. Um, that's somewhat of a of a, a theme. Um, having participated in a few of the Boys and Girls Club events like Voice of the Future or just recently Youth of the Year, where I saw Diana doing her amazing uh, uh, uh bidding activities and raising great money for the club. I have noticed through these events that they seem to almost serve two purposes. One is obviously they're fundraisers for the clubs, but I've also observed some social community building events built right into the design of, of the fundraising events. Is, is that by design, on purpose? How does that fit in? Yeah, you're dispelling our secret a little bit there, but you're absolutely right. We do like the opportunity to share the mission and the magic really that goes on. And as you mentioned, you saw Diana single-handedly make a huge impact for one of our communities. As you may know, we were looking for a van to take our kids, our members out in the community, and we didn't have one. And we needed to raise $30,000. So Diana took it upon herself to take the microphone uh, and start a fundraiser for it on the spot that night. And because she did that, there's now a van newly wrapped, very nice looking, uh, that's rolling around the streets of Black River Falls. And so to me, again, that just shows you some of the magic that we have in our power of our volunteers, our mission, but also just making it better for the kids. And so, yes, our fundraisers are definitely sometimes friend raisers and fundraisers, and hopefully they're fun too. But really, when you can get the members involved and you, you hit on some of our highlights, and I think Lemonade Day is another recent one for me is probably my favorite because it checks so many of the boxes. And the kids are learning entrepreneurial skills through that fundraiser with 31 locations throughout the Chippewa Valley. That's a logistics map, too. And so there's learning there, too. It was also a great way to get sponsors involved and volunteers that were coming and maybe didn't know the club. And so we're getting that exposure out there while the kids are out in the community learning about marketing customer service skills, eye contact, voice, uh, all these great things that sometimes maybe aren't taught necessarily in a classroom. But once you're out on the street, literally, you're seeing how you have to handle yourself. And so we really try to do a nice job of weaving in the kid interactions where appropriate, but also celebrating the great things that we do by celebrating them with the Youth of the Year, which is a national program, because it really highlights our overall arching movement impacts that we have. And we're very thankful for our sponsors that help make that possible. But yes, we're always open to great local events that really get us in front of people and maybe people that didn't know about us. And if we happen to raise money along the way, great. And if we have more friends along the way, even better. If I can interject really fast, I think one of the things that I say frequently about Boys and Girls Club is we really are, unfortunately, a, a hidden secret and a gem within our community that a lot of people aren't aware of. Um, there's some some um, ideas out there that it's only for certain children, it's not for all kids, and that in many cases, it's just more of an after-school babysitting. And it's not that at all. As Jeff shared, our programming is beyond amazing. Anytime I'm there, I wish I was 10 again, and I could just join for a whole year and be a part of it because it is that amazing. 
And to Jeff's point and yours as well, Heidi, anytime when we have those fundraisers and those friend raisers, the awareness that we can bring to our communities as to why we need to be sustainable on our own. We, once again, we rely on sponsorships from businesses, individuals, and we always say, you know what, every $100 can make a difference. Lemonade day, every cup of lemonade at 50 cents makes an entire difference. And when we put the children in front of the individuals and they see that contact and they see the way that those children are being mentored and they have that opportunity to really grow, it's sustainable for them for a lifetime. It is, it's making those steps today that's going to really build a healthy future for them. I didn't have a boys and girls club, but I had a 4-H. And for me, I learned some of those same values in 4-H. Came from a loving family with two wonderful parents. But my involvement with 4-H allowed me to have a lot of mentors in my life that really made a difference. And they were very impactful. And I look back now, even today in my 50s, saying I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't for some of those people that made an impact back when I was 10 and 11 years old. And once again, they were all volunteers, but they made an amazing difference in my life. Absolutely. And and I think, too, um, with the example of Lemonade Day, we're also teaching students a, a degree of advocacy where, where they're advocating for their organization, an organization that wouldn't exist without the support and the help of strangers, mentors, uh, business support, things like that. Um, it's uh, a really unique and exciting time in education. We've been seeing um, some evolution of focus and purpose. And in, in my opinion, it's one of the most exciting times to be working with youth and working in education. Because once upon a time, we looked at high school graduation as the finish line. We supported students meeting those graduation requirements, kind of like a checklist. We called their name, they walked across the stage, we shook their hand and we sent them off and wished them well. And now we see graduation as the starting line and we focus on helping students discover and prepare for what they plan to come next after graduation. How does the club align to this vision of preparing school-age children for their futures? Yeah, I, that's a great point. The movement itself is really shifting a lot of focus to career and life readiness knowing that not everyone moves on to a higher education, but really preparing them for what you mentioned is that the diploma is kind of the ticket to the next level and knowing that we want to equip and excite them for the opportunities that are coming and knowing that learning is not just a destination of the graduation date. There's a full life to live. And we want to make sure we've given them the tools and resources to earn a living, to have a family if they so choose, but also be an active community member by being a good citizen. And some of the volunteer opportunities I shared in our time today are just one example of the many ways we want to be teaching those things, because no matter where you're at in life, you do need to be someone who's attuned to what's going on around you, but also able to give back and look for ways to nurture. And so the movement itself is looking for skills and trade equity too, in the sense of looking for partnerships to maybe give serve safe certifications to people that would be looking for restaurant and hospitality jobs. If there's opportunities to get them in front of, you know, computer training, there's Google access to, we're using emerging technology in our clubs with uh, virtual reality, uh, augmented reality and just trying to get them exposure to things they're doing in school, but employers are also looking for because we know that the human resource, the actual human being is one of the hottest commodities we have in our region and really trying to get employers to see the benefit of working with us at a young age because if the kids see a brand that maybe gives back or is really exciting and something that they interest, 
there's a potential that they would look to them as an employer down the road, which is a win-win for everyone. If we can keep people here locally, and again, being active, engaged citizens, the community itself gets improvements, which is a great way. And it's another element of the movement that I'm really proud of, because we're looking for new partnerships, looking for new initiatives to help. You know, one example we have is with the Home Builders Association. They came out and helped our kids in Chippewa Falls build benches that they would use outside through summer programming. It was really beneficial because that club is under construction. So we spent lots of time outdoors. And so they built the own tables that they worked on. And like, that's pretty great feeling. And the, and the partners were really excited about that partnership too, getting power tools in the, in the hands of kids, which is a really moving thing. So it's a lot of opportunities coming. We're always open to hear more um, and continue that collaboration to move that needle in the right direction. And if I can add here locally, which is wonderful in Menominee, we have an amazing partnership with Stout, um, Chance. Catherine Frank is also on our board of directors, and she has opened up our fab lab uh, from campus, from the University of Wisconsin Stout, for our middle school students to go ahead and have the opportunity to go on campus. We also have an amazing partnership with CBTC throughout the region, and having those partnerships has really allowed the children to have that opportunity to realize there's so many other avenues that they can take. Of course, higher education is fantastic, but that's not for everyone. Maybe a trade is more your speed, and that's absolutely fine. And to Jeff's point, getting those tools in their hands, even if it's just a few little at-home types of jobs that they want to do, and they're going to be do it themselves, themselves, DIYers, they can do that too, which is really exciting. Yeah, helping them to envision whatever their future tomorrow self is and understanding there's a wide variety of pathways to get there. That's excellent. So Diana, you shared that you um, had had reached out and said, I want to be involved in, in Boys and Girls Club. If somebody is listening to this podcast and they have that spark in them, just like you communicated, what would you recommend that they do to try to get started and try to get connected? We are going to plaster Jeff's phone number all throughout town. <laughs> no, if you are somebody who's involved in Boys and Girls Club like myself, feel free to reach out to them, ask a few of those questions. But by all means, Jeff or any of our staff within the organization is happy to answer those questions. Um, I don't know how this is set up, if it's a possibility to add some, some phone numbers and contact information into it as far as your podcast once it goes out. But by all means, there's no question that's silly. Certainly, we we enjoy every bit of involvement. Um, I'm, a, a name's coming off the top of my head. I'm not going to mention his name. But we have a lawyer in our community who went in as an entrepreneur, just told the children a little bit more about what it's like to be a lawyer, that type of thing. We've had judges in our community. Here's what it looks like to be a judge, a police officers, any sort of um, community member once again, no matter how large or how small, we're more than happy to have your involvement. Excellent. So, and from hearing just both of you describing the Boys and Girls Club and your involvement, I would venture to say there's something for anyone, whatever level they want to be involved in, whether it's from a distance or digging right in with, with children who are participating, that there are opportunities. They just need to reach out to their local Boys and Girls Club and uh, get connected in whichever way that they would like to be involved. Is there anything else, uh, any really important message that either of you wanted to add in before our time wraps up? My closing thoughts, Heidi, would just be one of gratitude for your time and space here on the podcast. But I also, any listeners, I would encourage that if you have an opportunity to share this story with other folks, I always just share with people that they're all kids are welcome. Your kids, my kids, uh, the kids down the block, there's a spot for everyone, wherever they're at, we're able to meet them uh, emotionally, educationally, and really help take them to the next level. And so I really want to make sure that people know that there's opportunities in each of the communities that I mentioned. 
And like you've mentioned, there's volunteer opportunities. If you wanna work with the kids, great. If you wanna sit on a committee to help keep our club safe, we have plenty of folks that do committee work like that. If you love numbers and auditing, we even have a spot for you there. So really, <laughs> there really is an opportunity for anyone. If you like events, we're always looking for volunteer help there too. There is no way not to get involved. And so if you are interested, uh, cvclubs.org is our website. It's a great way. You can also fill out a form there and we'll be happy to reach out to you uh, with your connection avenues, whether it was an email or a phone number. We're always interested in getting more people connected and to really see what's uh, going on behind the blue door is a huge piece to what we're trying to achieve. So thank you for the time and space. I greatly appreciate it. I would agree. Um, just to add in, Jeff is very eloquent and did a wonderful job of letting everyone know what we serve. And I put it in my notes, too, that all kids are welcome. I think that is so important. And I also wanted to thank you, Heidi, for, for bringing the awareness. And also wanted to go ahead and mention that we have so many great organizations within our community. And I think that's one of the things where it all ties together with those lasting relationships. I know our Rotary Feeds is very involved and it sometimes gives back to our families. Stepping Stones here in Menominee, which is our food pantry, does the Sam meals on the Friday afternoons to make sure that our kiddos go home and that they have meals for the weekend. So even if you were involved in one of those organizations, you are still linked with Boys and Girls Club. And thank you so much for that because it really does mean the world to each of our kids. Excellent. Thank you. Today on Educast, we've been talking to representatives from the Boys and Girls Club, a nonprofit organization that works to provide a safe and supportive environment for children in our community. Executive Director Jeff Yeager and Board Member Diana Fergola, thank you being, for being here so much and thank you for sharing about the club and your experiences with it. Thank you. Thank you.